0: Welcome to the Rooted and Grounded podcast.
1: We're talking about a little bit of nothing and a little bit of something and all
0: things that keep us rooted and grounded in love. Real talk about real life. And we're so glad you're here.
1: episode we'll talk about being judgy and both share our struggles with this. We'll also talk about whether judgy is an actual word. We're issuing a challenge to ourselves and all of our listeners to be intentional about building others up instead of tearing them down. Of course we'll also share what's bringing us joy as we go about our daily lives. Hope you enjoy episode nine.
0: Hey y'all welcome back to the Rooted and Grounded podcast. How's it been going Amy It has been going. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) How are you? Good. We've been battling the sicknesses and all that, but I think we're on the other end of that in our house. It's that time of year.
1: Yeah, it is that time of year. It's also
0: the time of year where
1: we get an extra day, or I I should say the time of four years, (laughs) Right, (laughs) we get an extra day this year. Exactly. What are you going to do with your extra day? Um, I decided, um, that I would schedule a massage for that day. That is perfect. Yes. But when I retired, some friends of mine gave me a gift certificate to a spa around here for a massage and I never had used it. And I just thought, you know what? I get an extra day this year. I'm going to spend it on me.
0: Do something extra on your extra day. Yes. I'm working on the extra day. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll end up working some too.
0: I'll make yes. up for it some on another day.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: There you day. go. Re-clean I have a it. friend who has a leap year birthday. She's like our age. and so, I do
1: too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she, you know, chooses another day to celebrate, but then when she like really thinks about her chronological age, she can be way younger. So you know I would, I, I would go with that. I would too. Especially yeah. the older I got. Uh-huh. Why not? Well what's been bringing you joy lately? I have been doing a lot of reading and I've been reading some things that are kind of out of character for me so when I was younger I used to read like Stephen King and thriller mystery kind of books and then when I became an adult and had to adult and live by myself I kind of got away from that because it makes you kind of you know look behind the shower curtain and kind of creeps you out a little bit but Yeah, kind of like my my book
1: I just read. We'll get back to that. Yes, I cannot
0: wait to touch base on that one. But mine, I have just read, a couple people had recommended the Housemaid series of books. I've seen that one pop up, or that series pop up. Yeah, by Frieda McFadden, and they're kind of, I love a book with a twist. You know, I think I've got it figured out, and then something happens, and you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. These are kind of like that, but very, like some sinister things that happen and way people think um but oddly how you know you have you read a book where there's like there's bad stuff that happens but like good wins in the end or even the person who's done the killing ends up coming out on top in the end and in a way a sick kind of way you're cheering for them <laughs> don't think i have <laughs> these are kind of that way so, oh but really okay. Because why really the, what, like the they,
1: people she's dealing with are also such wretched people that you can't really pull for them. Yeah. Is that? Okay. Yeah.
0: And like bad things have happened to her, you know. So she kind of yeah. becomes a champion. Interesting. Yeah. It and then an like you
1: explore yourself, like I know <laughs> why am I pulling for this person? <laughs> why am
0: I cheering for her to come out on top? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but very well written, and they like draw you in, and and so you start to piece try to piece together things and then little twists and yeah um, I did listen to um upon your recommendation the audiobook of the giver of stars
1: yes about
0: the pack Course librarians and even though I'd read the article that said that was very similar to the book woman uh-huh. series um it may have started off like very in, a little bit in the first chapter that sounded really similar but the two stories take a totally different turn oh so, okay good yeah. But it was awesome. very impressive because the lady who read the audiobook did all the voices. So it wasn't oh. just like one voice. Like she did the voices of all these different characters. It was impressive.
1: Okay. Well, that's yeah. cool. Well, I finished Bright Young Women and I did not pull for the killer in that. Uh, <laughs> I hope not Ed Bundy. I will say they never said his name in the whole book. They called him the defendant. Really? So I kind of like that. They did not give yeah. it airtime. That's good. Um, but, I mean, it was a pretty good book. It's not like my favorite book I've ever read. Yeah. But um, you powered through it. And my sister-in-law texted me when she was listening to our podcast and said, I'm reading that right now. And I told her, I said, well, my favorite serial killer book is... The Stranger Beside Me, which I said, how sick is that, that I have a favorite serial killer book?
0: (laughs) I think that's on my list of wanting to read on Goodreads.
1: Yes, because it's Anne Rule. She was a true crime author. So she, she actually, this was her first book that got her into writing and it's because she worked with Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. like he literally was beside her <laughs> wow. and so yeah she, and it's just she really delves into like the person's background what made them the way they are it's really fascinating
0: the whole psychology of everything
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so I I recommend her books I she did one on the Green River Killer she did okay. one on like some married couple situation I don't know she's done a bunch I've re- I read a lot of them a long time ago
0: what I do know about myself is I have to spread these books out.
1: Yes. You know, like, it's yeah.
0: not like an escape kind of fiction and then, yes, read
1: something like that. Yeah. I'm back onto an Ellen Hildebrand book. Yeah. It's, I mean, hers have depth to them, but they're easy to read. And yeah, yeah it is more of an escape.
0: Yeah.
1: Because all of hers are set on, on Nantucket. So, yeah, there you, you go. Can, <laughs> if nothing else, you're picturing the beach. So the that's beach. always good.
0: Yes. I did because I've been on the road a lot lately for working and I did listen to another audiobook by Jody Picoult um, uh-huh. called Small Great Things have you read it
1: I have not but I've heard of that one
0: It was it was very like some really controversial topics so you know white supremacy came up in there and racism and the medical mor- the morality that oh, wow. in the medical field pay, uh, face and um But it was really good and had a really good ending. So I would recommend it too.
1: Well, I usually love her books.
0: Yes, me too.
1: Yeah. And she does. She faces some issues head on.
0: She does. She's not. I admire that. Yeah. Yeah. I think my first one I read of hers was My Sister's Keeper. And they made a movie Uh several years back. Yes. That was really a head on topic too.
1: Yes. And very good. That was a good
0: book. So here's another silly thing that has brought me joy. I don't know if you watch... the super bowl halftime show yes sure yeah Um, but when they came out in the roller skates it like took me back
1: yes and I I would love to get back back. to that yes
0: yes we're gonna have to do that we need to go roller skating we do again
1: it could be interesting but I think I think it would come right back to me
0: I think so now I tried inline skates once I can't do those And I was in the store, and I about fell, and Kent looks at me and went, would you like a bike instead? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But I think if I had, like, some four-wheel skates back, you know, traditional roller skates back.
1: Because I will say, I spent a lot of time as a kid on roller skates.
0: Yes. We did, too.
1: Yeah. We had, like, an open carport, and my parents would back the cars out, and I would just skate and skate and skate. And I would try to learn little tricks. Yes. You know, like my leg up behind me or yeah. do a little jump
0: <laughs> or skate backwards. Yes. Yeah. I was
1: very proud of myself when I learned that.
0: Our skate rink in um the town I grew up in was an old ace hardware and they just painted it all this baby blue everywhere. Uh-huh. And it probably was leaded paint back then. Probably, you yeah. Know, 70s, 80s. Um and so you're you would like breathe in and Blow out your nose blue for days (laughs) because we would skate the floor, the walls, the everything. Everything. Baby blue. Oh, but so much fun. Our skating rink had
1: carpet on the walls. Yeah. uh, That seemed really nasty and disgusting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For your protection when you crash, but Yes. Yes. And our skating rink is now a church. Oh. Yeah. I'm like it was built shirt. as a
1: skating rink, but now it's it. Well, they don't skate at church. <laughs> completely <laughs> converted. <laughs> but that that could be fun. It could be that. Hey, I'm not disliking it. I think that could be a lot of fun. <laughs> that
0: was my that was my favorite part of the halftime show, though.
1: I loved it. Yeah, I thought skating. the
0: beginning of it was a little slow, but
1: by the end,
0: yeah, I was like, yeah, it was good. Uh huh.
1: So, yeah, so we did watch the Super Bowl, and this was my thought, like during the Super Bowl, they were advertising the new show that was coming on after the Super Bowl, which had Justin Hartley in it. Oh, yeah. From This Is Us. Well, we had just finished our big marathon of watching This Is Us, (laughs) and I told BJ, I said, I wonder how his family is, I wonder (laughs) how his brother and sister are doing. (laughs) was like, you're losing it
0: you become a part of that family
1: though right you do
0: like you did like, I wish again. they would
1: do a little reunion like show
0: what they're doing now yeah yeah well, well I, have, I have a shining moment to share oh um so some friends and i had just we had done some work in a school school district with some assistant principals and we had gone um to eat afterward and we were standing on the sidewalk talking about one of their family members who was connected to someone who had early onset Alzheimer's and so we've been talking about this is us and the mom and everything you know on our last show well I'm driving back home after being in front of these school leaders all day long and I reach up to scratch my shoulder and I realize that I've had my shirt inside out all day long (laughs) with my friends no one well, they said Those they were not notice. your true
1: friends. Can I just say no? They're like, they probably Stop didn't it. Notice. you're
0: kidding me. They did not <laughs> yeah, notice. They didn't it was notice. a solid black shirt, you know, had these seams on the outside of it anyway. And that's a look
1: now. Like
0: the seams it on the outside look.
1: is a theme. So but when I
0: looked at myself in the mirror, I thought, this is not the look. Like somebody should have <laughs> noticed. I should have noticed.
1: But and if we, your hair's longer, it covers the tag in the back. So I cut the tag out.
0: out. So there was. No oh, okay.
1: So that was yeah. good, I guess. But
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I wore my shirt inside out all day long. That's funny. Yeah. You might need
1: to have your children go ahead and start checking on some homes for
0: I'm, you. You know. I'm, if you were
1: on This as Us, they would.
0: It really makes you question some things. And then this morning, <laughs> I think I didn't sleep well last night. But this morning, you know, I don't don't drink coffee. I drink that brewed cacao. But it's ground up like coffee. And so I was getting tired ready for school. Ran, you know, the coffee pot and got ready to pour it into my mug. And it was just water. <laughs> i had left the <nothing laughs> grounds in the coffee pot. <laughs> so it does make you question yourself sometimes.
1: Yes, but it is. It's all a product of trying to do too much at once. It really, is. No yeah. doubt. Let,
0: let's say that anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that.
0: So you finished This Is Us. What are your thoughts on This Is Us?
1: It did get a little slow there or a little tedious, I think, for a little while, but then they redeem themselves at the end. Yeah. So I I would say if you're getting kind of worn out with it, stick to it because it you need you to see stick it all. Through in. To the end. Yeah, yeah. You do. Yeah. Yeah. So and then I've been watching, you know, we've struggled to find something else to watch after that. So yeah. we've kind of been on a kick of like some historical kind of shows that are, you know, shows that are based uh-huh. on true stories, like um, I went on a girls' trip with a couple of friends, and we watched Capote and the Swans while we were there, which is like New York in the sixties with Truman mm. Capote and his little um band of lady friends and I I enjoyed that and I love looking up like the situation, what the true situation was. So there's a Vanity Fair article that I found that goes with that one that talks about who these ladies are and, you know, connects them to people that we know.
0: Like one of them
1: was Jackie Kennedy's sister. Hmm. One, a couple of them have ties to current Real Housewives of New York characters. So that that was pretty interesting. I will say his voice will absolutely grate on your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently that's really how he talks. Like really? the guy's doing a good job portraying him. But wow. Yeah. And then we we have been watching the new look, which I'm I'm really proud of BJ that he's sticking through this one because <laughs> it is based in World War II France, which you know I love a World War Two yes. situation. Um and so, it's Christian Dior and Coco Chanel, oh, and like they're what they had to do to survive during that time.
0: Oh, interesting. With
1: the Nazi occupation, it's it's really interesting. You have to power through and really pay attention because of the they have a strong accent. Uh huh. Um, but yeah. And there's a Time article that I found that tells like the true story behind all of that because I love to know like what's true, what is. it? Yeah. And so, yeah, I've loved finding those articles to go along with these shows. Yes.
0: I, yeah. Like we talked about, we both did during the crown. Something would happen. And yes. We would search it to see if it was real. Yeah. And
1: more was real than wasn't. Yes. You know, and that's the same with this. So yeah, it's been interesting.
0: Well, I'm going to have to add those to my list then, because I love some historical pieces too. And kind of the story behind people. Yeah. Like you see one aspect of people in the public eye, but what yes. happened for them to get there yeah yeah
1: I will say Capote and the Swans is not for the children
0: got it's it got some part.
1: <laughs> the new look I don't believe I've seen anything that you know yeah is real sketchy
0: real well good. I have been um <clears throat> so you know on the last episode I talked about being obsessed with the Love on the Spectrum show
1: yes yes
0: And there was a couple on there, Abby and David, that I became really obsessed with because they're just adorable. And I talked about how the parents were such advocates for their kids. You know, Abby's mom wanted to create a business for her because she's thinking down the road about, you know, who's going to take care of her when I'm gone and that kind of thing. So they created this, um, it's a website called Made by Abby. And she started by knitting these hats and things, but now they have t-shirts and mugs and things with all these quirky funny little sayings that she has and um it's adorable and so How I've been cute. I bought a, actually a couple gifts from people who I know love that show and love her I bought a couple cute little gifts um for some people hey, from that I've
1: clicked yeah. on it because you had it in our show notes I clicked yeah. on it she's cute as she can be
0: she's adorable um yeah. her symbol is a mermaid and she Describes herself as a uh, a confident girl who can swim. Oh, and she talks about Ariel, and that she is very much into all the Disney movies. And she talks about Ariel and how she related to Ariel as someone on the spectrum, with wanting to be able to communicate but not being able to get out what she was thinking and saying and that kind of thing. It was really yeah. neat, like a really higher level thinking, you know, for someone on the on the spectrum. Well, neat. Yeah so and again that shows how powerful
1: it is to have someone in your corner supporting you
0: absolutely mom yeah yep so support abby's little business neat i love that we're getting some feedback from listeners that they really get us and our intention for this podcast i have a couple examples of that too it brings me so much
1: joy and like one listener was like i think you're um I think everybody would love to hear about this Instagram site where she's, they said she's kind of an uninfluencer with mm-hmm. beauty products and she's called Mrs. Derm. So if you guys want to follow somebody that, you know, gets down to the nitty gritty on what, cause you can spend a fortune on skincare. And so this one kind of breaks it down to exactly what you need, which I thought nice. was Nice. Like it, that's what I would love to see happen. Like women need to support each other. And if you guys know of something great we can put on here, let us know. We'd love to talk about it. Yeah. Speaking that's... of skincare, how's how are the <laughs> eye patches going?
0: Well, I've been a slacker a little bit. I'm gonna blame part of it for being out of town working and forgetting to take them with me. And I'm gonna blame part of it on uh being out of commission, being sick a little bit, but I do notice when I use the Dermaclear patches that I can tell almost an immediate difference. So I can imagine if I were using them every day, I could tell a bigger difference. I will say though, because I bought the ones that you have to wash off in between, they're reusable. Uh huh. So you really have to like have time. I couldn't just throw someone in the car and just head out with them, you know, like you have to want to be able to wash them off after you use them so that you can reuse them and i did drop one in the floor and stepped on it with my shoe <laughs> <laughs> so I had to make sure it was in good shape so i could use it again but i i'm going to stick with it and keep trying them how about yours that you bought your uh, 14 karat gold
1: 24 honey 24 24K. excuse me excuse me <laughs> we, no 14k over here no We're 24 re,
0: no scrimping in retirement <laughs> for us that's right
1: yeah on amazon prime for $14.99. but anyway <laughs> <laughs> I would say mine are a waste of time and money. Okay, like I bragged that I don't really have trouble with like circles under my eyes or puffy eyes, and then I got up one day. I think I was about to like fight off a cold, so my eyes I did have circles that day, and so I thought I'm going to try those things now while I've got an issue going on. I I could not see one bit of difference, nothing truly. at all. Yeah, so I'm going to order some like yours. Well,
0: and they're, they're probably all of these things are, you have to use them every day, long-term to really see the benefit. Yes. You know, I haven't bought one of the laser hair removal things, you know, for like the few extra chin hairs we get when we're older and, you know, unwanted places. And I think while I was using it on the regular, Uh I start to see a difference, but then I get out of practice using it. Yes. So I think with any of these products, you've got to, you got to put in the time and commitment long term to see them yes, work. Yes,
1: true. And I guess you could do your eye patches while you're doing your laser treatment. Oh, maybe I because, could. Because I mean, you could end up
0: spending your day. I
1: could. On trying and
0: to look. And you know them. me, you know how much I would love to spend my day <laughs> with beauty products. <laughs> yes, same. Not. So we'll keep we'll keep after that one. Well,
1: yeah. we wanted to come up with kind of a topic for today. And um, so one thing that we've seen that we do think, like talking about women building each other up, one thing that I think we do sometimes that tears each other down is being judgy about each other. And is judgy a word? Are we going to just say It is. It?
0: You know, okay. I, I'm choosing that it is. I like it better yes. than judgmental.
1: Yeah, that seems real haughty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're going to go with judgy.
0: <laughs> Can we talk about where our judginess started?
1: Let's college. do, let's <laughs> do. Oh, mine was way before college. Well, together, our,
0: together, our yes.
1: judginess. we loved to watch pageants and really weigh in on our thoughts on everyone. <laughs> we love to watch star search. If anyone remembers that, like, do you remember star search came on at like eight o'clock on Sunday night? And yes. that was my goal. Like if I had gone home To get back in time for us to watch Star Search together.
0: Yes. Yes. Do you remember the time that we were watching uh, the Miss America pageant and one of our roommates, like we were dogging somebody and one of our roommates was like, oh, I know that girl. She grew up in my hometown or something. And she's so nice. And she's so nice. And we were like, okay, convicted. (laughs) (laughs) That's (laughs) That's where my awareness of this is not just a game yeah these are, yeah, these are actual people about. yes who have worked really hard to
1: get to this point yes like put a lot into that like they probably do spend their day like doing their eye patches and all that like they, they probably they do. put in the work
0: that's why we're not miss america oh uh, yeah well i I'm... think in doing some soul searching i think the root of my liking to watch um some of the weird reality shows that I do is because I'm judgy <laughs> because Truly, I kind like, of like that I like looking for things that I'm like oh I would never do that yeah I um, think we have
1: even said on one of our episodes already like it makes you feel better about yourself it does. yeah it and I think really. that's a lot of what's behind being judgy is you're yes. trying to feel better about yourself true and so and we I, need to look for our confidence in other places besides that
0: that's true And I think, um, you know, Amy and I talked about how social media, I'm, I'm so thankful that I grew up, you know, my teenage years and formative young adult years were without social media.
1: I am so thankful for that.
0: Because Lord help us. I mean, I, you know, comparison is the thief of joy, they say, and it's true. And I think that social media just heightens that. And I think that's why you and I talked about wanting to be non-influencer influencers. (laughs) Because, you know, and keep it real. And because the last thing we want to do is put out there this picture of some perfect life, you know, that can make other people feel inadequate.
1: Yes, exactly. Because nobody's life is perfect.
0: Nobody's life is perfect. You know, I (laughs) love Dolly Parton. You know, recently they did a They had a big um, concert to honor her at the Grand Ole Opry, and Elle King was one of the artists who performed that night to honor Dolly, and she was hammered. I mean, there were videos out everywhere. They went viral, and she even told the audience that she was hammered, you know, and that they, sorry they weren't getting their refund for their tickets or something like that. And people really spoke out about it, you know, and, yeah. and it was, it was very inappropriate. I think here's me being judgy, but Dolly was like, <laughs> you know, when people asked Dolly what she thought about it, she basically said, cut her some slack. You know, she already feels bad enough. I know that right. she's learned a lesson. So cut the girl some slack. And this is the girl that she was there to honor and everybody was mad about because she had kind of dissed Dolly. So I thought that was a good, a good judgy check.
1: <laughs> yes, Dolly's awesome first of all. Second of all, my takeaway from that is Dolly saw that happen and probably had spoken with Elle separately. Like she knew the behind the scenes. Yeah. And I think sometimes we don't know the behind the scenes. True.
0: Yeah. When
1: we're making a judgment about somebody. Very true. So she knew she was already beating herself up for that.
0: And how many times have you, how many times have you made a judgment and then you find out more information yeah, about and then someone you, or some situation and you're so like, oh, times. that wasn't what I thought at all. Right.
1: Along those time, same lines, one that I saw lately that cracked me up was Amy Schumer. She had been on some shows promoting her uh, season two release of her show, Life and Beth, which I tried to watch that show. It went and. I didn't love it some people may love that show but this this made me love Amy Schumer apparently her face has been puffier because of some medical issues she has going on so she like put out an Instagram post that said thank you so much for everyone's input about my face (laughs) I've enjoyed feedback and deliberation about my appearance as all women do for almost 20 years and you're right. It is puffier than normal right
0: now. <laughs> so she just like put it out there. I'm just going to own it that. Yes. And say, y'all need to shut up. <laughs>
1: yes. But it is, like you said, back to social media. Used to, people could have talked about her face. When we talked about Star Search in college, that yeah. didn't get back to those people. Right. Now she is able to see everything everybody yeah. says. And it's it's really detrimental to people's mental health.
0: Well, and calm the the ability to comment on people's social media is brutal. Yes, it is. It, when yeah. you read the comments on some things, sometimes, I mean, people, and I don't know, it, to me, it's kind of like the anonymity of a survey comment, you know, Uh-huh. we always talked about. Even those people have their names attached. You've got thousands of people commenting on social media posts and they just say whatever they want. And then people start being judgy to the people who make the comments and, I I hate that aspect of social media.
1: I do too. And I think it's made us an angry society in a lot of ways.
0: It does foster a lot of that, I think. Yeah.
1: I don't know if I've said this on here, but I remember my daughter's senior year in high school, she was sitting on the couch next to me looking at her phone and she just out of the blue, she said, I think it would have been so much fun to be a teenager without social media. Yeah. And I said, you bet it was compared to this. Like, Definitely.
0: Well, and I'm big. I don't know if I've mentioned it on here, but um, you know, having a having two that are grown and flown and didn't have social media to deal with, you know, when they were teenagers, really, and then um, having a 12 year old now, there's a there's a whole movement called Wait Till Eighth. Uh huh. Is, is talking about wait until eighth grade to even give them a phone, and yeah. then waiting, you know, until later in high school to give them access to social media and I know people in this day and time and they're like warrior champion moms to me who Mm -hmm. have not allowed their kids to have social media until they graduate high school wow yeah have stuck to that and I to me that's something that's worth championing I think because you just what we open kids up to is awful
1: yeah I agree and you know when Emma was when she was turning 13 like Facebook's rule was you had to be 13 and attest to that well a lot of kids they just said yeah I'm 13 and got on oh yeah on it, you know and I wouldn't let her on it till she was 13
0: yeah
1: but, and truly like I don't really regret her getting on it at that time because she learned a lot about how to navigate it it wasn't an issue by the time she got to college and was kind of out on her own because right we had a lot of conversations about navigating it and what you say and what you don't and yeah you know
0: I think but, it's important to know your kids too right and know yes. how sound and how grounded they are
1: yes so true
0: well yeah. I I found a great blog post that I wanted to share a little bit of um it's from womenlivingwell.org dot org and I'll link the I'll put the link to the blog post in the Um, in the show notes but she said while it is good to apply wisdom and discernment to our lives it can be hurtful when we assume the wrong things about others most of the time we do not know all the details of someone else's life story so we pass judgment based on where they are where they're at in life sometimes we assume we know someone's motives and rather than trying to assume the best we assume the worst it's easy to conclude that we are better than others because they sin differently than we do. This can be so damaging in the church, and it drives a wedge in between sisters and brothers in Christ. The key word we need to apply in our lives toward others is grace. Don't we all need grace sometimes? Just imagine how beautiful the church body would be if we applied more grace and less judgment. I love it. And even, you know, this is in those outward interactions that we have, but I feel like even even we can develop a judgy mindset about things, you know, even in well, watching... The, the shows we watch, the books we read, the thoughts we have about others that we may never articulate, but I think we can create this mindset that it it's becomes the lens we see things through, that kind of critical yes. spirit, which is dangerous.
1: It is dangerous. I, I love that. You need to be aware of that and work to, like she said, see, assume the best of people. Right. You can't go wrong with that. Right. You know, I do yeah. think when someone's burned you a time or two, it's, it's, harder to assume the best, but that's where God gives us some discernment, I think, but overall assume the best of people. Right. I know we had looked up some funny memes about judgment (laughs) and one of them said, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you had the authority to judge me. Is Jesus hiring? (laughs) Because truly that, that is the ultimate judge. And I think we, as people, we look at the outward appearance or what's right in front of our eyes But God knows he's all knowing about that person. He knows why they're doing the things they're doing, what their weaknesses are, what their conditions that they're in are, all that kind of thing. And it goes back to what she said, too. The beautiful thing about God is his grace.
0: Yes. Be aware of how we approach others and approach things, because I've heard you say, and it's so true and good to keep in mind that when we call ourselves Christians, people look at what we say about others, how we react to others, how we, the mindset we have toward things. And if we're taking that critical spirit, judgy mindset, that's how they view Christian how non-Christians view Christians. Yes. And that's dangerous. And I think if, if we approach everything with that mindset and that lens of grace, that's how they see Christ. We right. are how they see Christ. So yeah, we are, we're you know, his
1: representatives here. We
0: are. So that's which, really important.
1: Which brings me to something that has been a little bit of a, a sticky issue, I think, is the um, Super Bowl commercial about Jesus didn't teach hate. You yeah, see, that he the gets unseen. us. That he yes.
0: gets us series. Yeah. Yes.
1: And, I mean, there's been, a lo- I've seen a lot of people talking about this on, on social media. Again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yes, I mean it was a big price tag but I do think personally I think that was a small I mean it was a 30 second spot you can't get too deep with it I think a lot of people have said that was so surface level right but you got to start somewhere I think and I think we as as um representatives of Christ have sometimes not done a very good job of showing love to people and right. I think To me, I thought it was a good starting point of Jesus's love.
0: And to use those as conversation starters, you know, and open the door to some conversation about, first of all, how we treat other people, because that was Jesus's example for us, you know, was what he did physically toward others was how people got to know him. And so I think that's how people get to know us as well.
1: Yeah. And I mean, the the premise of the first commercial was Jesus washing feet. He washed the feet of the guy that he knew was about to put him on the the cross. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what more can you say? Yeah. So, we have a country is cornbread judgy edition. (laughs) Here we go. So one day I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's my little, I love all the Real <laughs> Housewives shows. I'm sorry, but I do. <laughs> and one of them said, "She." this was Beverly Hills, but two of them were actually born in the South. So they're kind of Southern girls living in Beverly Hills. And one of them said, honey, we don't gossip in the South. We put you on our prayer list. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then there's the famous bless your heart yes like the tone in which you say bless your heart tells you how a person really means it right yes it may be like "bless your
1: heart bless your heart you're such a hot mess I don't even know what to say (laughs) so bless your
0: heart (laughs) all right so I did find some funny memes about being judgy that we want to share with you just to get a chuckle um One of them says, I wish I spent more of my valuable time explaining myself to judgy people, said no one ever.
1: (laughs) The one I love says, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you're an expert on my life and how I should live it. Please continue while I take notes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Another one says, sometimes I feel sorry for judgmental people and their boring lives. Other times I'm jealous. I wish I had that much time to worry about things that are none of my business. Now, That's what I always think truth. about people, yeah. Yeah. like, you need some, you need, let's give you something positive to do in your life.
1: <laughs> exactly. Find something to do where you're helping people. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: A good one, though, that really addresses the heart of what we're talking about, says when someone judges you, it isn't actually about you. It's about them and their own insecurities, limitations, and needs.
1: And I do think insecurity is a huge part of, Issues like we've talked about women building each other up. I think a lot of the issues we have with women tearing each other down. And I see this a lot with like, especially teenage girls Mm -hmm. and how, you know, all the teenage drama that goes on with girls. It's an insecurity issue. Yeah. A lot of times. And we need to do more to, like I said, build each other up, build confidence, especially in younger girls, because they do have a lot to worry about.
0: They do, they do. With
1: social media and they see everybody else's highlight reel all the time. So, yeah, and even kind we a, at our age could fall into that. Yeah, if we're not kind careful. of
0: create a different confidence about who you are and whose you are. Yes, exactly. keeps you kind of immune from that, um that judginess, from being yes. judgy or accepting it.
1: Yes. So we had a couple of verses we picked out. Um the first one is first the last half of 1 Samuel 16:7. It says the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart.
0: Another one that we really liked was Ephesians 4:29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. So
1: it's back to our whole point of. Grace. Give grace. grace to people.
0: Give grace, yeah. not judgment. Yeah. So
1: as we get to the end of the podcast today, and we always like to give some kind of little challenge to ourselves and pass it along to you guys. Um, this is something that Kim and I really, as we've talked about this, we want to be more aware of this in ourselves, make sure we're keeping any kind of critical mindset in check. Um, and we just want to pass that on to you. Um, as you go about your days, just show to, to, to people.
0: Joke. Yeah. We love to joke around and be silly about things and make fun of things in a lighthearted way. But just making sure that doesn't cross a line to being judgy and thinking we're better than others and we know better than others yeah. and that kind of thing.
1: And being hurtful to people.
0: Right. Yeah. Even if they don't know we're talking about them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because yes. it is all about that mindset.
1: Yes, it really is.
0: Mindset of grace. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to like and subscribe if you want to know what's happening and when new episodes are out. And we really appreciate you joining us for more real talk about real life.
1: And I do want to add on a little thing to that, Kim. The subscribe button. If you're on podcast and there's like a little plus in the right hand corner, you can click that and that subscribes you, and then you'll be notified as soon as we have a new episode out. Yep. You won't have to wait for us to post about it. Exactly. Because I think we have a lot of listeners who have told me this is their first podcast experience. So I'm so there's happy a little to tip be for first you.
0: podcast experience. Very <laughs> humbled by that for That's sure. That's
1: right. Yeah. Okay, y'all have a great week.
0: Bye.